0: Time for the wheel nerds. Uh, wait, hold on. Uh, what's about, bit? Come on, you.
1: Hi, and welcome to Wheel Nerds. This is episode 35. I'm Todd. And I'm Chuck. We're going to talk about motorcycles and food. He's gonna run out of breath soon. Just wait. Here it comes. <laughs> <laughs> to start out tonight, shut up, I'm eating Adventure Food. <laughs> <laughs> the Wheel Nerds Food Challenge is on. Yep, we're gonna we're gonna eat we got a plate full of some full of goodies. So first off from Australia we've got Vegemite, courtesy of my Australian cousins, uh, done the suggested way of toast butter vegemite.
0: Vegemite. And it's it looks like beer jelly?
1: It it smells like feet and looks like beer jelly. Okay. Um, so here goes the this Vegemite is, uh, test. Adventure food. Adventure food from the other side of the planet. The country of convicts. Oof. Trying not to think about the smell.
0: Wait, I'm going to go with the Vegemite down so I can get the full flavor. There. That's oh, really salty. That is salty. Oh, wait. Oh, whoa. Oh. oh. It's incredibly salty. What oh, is my that? God. Oh, what my God. Where's that coming what from? The? Oh, God. <laughs> They eat this? Uh, the, it's really oh, sour. God, it's it it's super sour. It cut off It takes Oh, a, I it, check another bite. It takes a few seconds for that flavor oh, to Oh god, and it really
1: I feel like I'm being punched in the mouth with, with salt and gym socks.
0: This is what they feed feed in prisons.
1: Oh god. And it's supposed to be great for you. That's the funny part.
0: No wonder it tastes bad. Mm-hmm. Wow, it's horrible. Yeah, it's really
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm going with your chakra. I'm just going to eat the whole piece of bread to
0: get it over with. Chaser! Oh my god, that oh, was. Um... Lord. <laughs> uh, oh, so salt! Oh god, all I can taste is salt! Oh, the stuff doesn't need refrigeration, so. Yeah, it must be. Makes it oh, adventure food. Nothing can live in Vegemite. You gotta oh. take Vegemite on your next trip. Wow, that's horrible. Whoa!
1: Man. <laughs> Lord.
0: Well, maybe maybe you could like. And like this was a Christmas present. I,
1: <laughs> it's an Australian thing, man. I don't I don't pretend to
0: know. It's the flavors not going away. No, it's really not. <laughs> it's like All right.
1: stuck. All right. So on, onward to
0: your strange thing on bread. Okay. Uh, so the Vegemite, the appearance would it looked like tar on toast, mm-hmm. inspired this thing that I've got in the in the pantry. This is a uh, sesame. <laughs> this is like sesame seed peanut butter from yeah, Japan. It's, it smells. Like a mix between like peanut butter and that
1: funny sesame taste. Yep. So just just dive in. Just dive in. Consistency is peanut butter. Mm-hmm. It's sweeter than I expected, and uh, it's got a funny funny secondary taste. It like a better than Vegemite. It's, better. it's kind of like that secondary flavor you get from soy sauce. You know, not the not the soy, but the other funny flavor it tends to have. All right, get
0: that over with. Okay, oh, God. It, it's, be- it's better than Vegemite. It's Begemite. better than Vegemite. I mean, I eat that stuff. I, I That's my Japanese peanut butter. I eat it normally. Mm. I was kind of curious to see what would happen to a white person when you ate it.
1: Mm, so far, so good. Well, Not my favorite.
0: After Vegemite. But, now you've <laughs> seen what white people eat. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so we need some actual good food. Let's get the taste out of this mouth. So, um, yeah, I saved the chocolate for you from Franca. You actually didn't eat it all, Fatty. I, I <laughs> I'm amazed I'm not going to give you any now <laughs> Get the hell out of my room <laughs> See this? Yeah? Never for you <laughs> oh, chocolate I promise not to get too much in my beard It's a glace Two Pave Pave Glace Oh, here we go
1: Pave Glace Two Harfet Zucker Camo Good God, I can't
0: begin to pronounce that This other second bag is apricots Okay, I'm sure that's cocoa butter. <laughs> All right, well let's let's uh, let's eat them. Yep, let's do this. All right, we're gonna unwrap them. Thank you again, Franco, so much. Ooh, Christmas chocolates. Christmas chocolates.
1: So I've got the one that's. Uh, you we know, can't read anything off the back of. You know how hard it was not to eat these before you got here. I. Ooh, God, I can tell for just from the smell. So we'll start ooh. with the square chocolatey thingy That's decadent. Mmm. very mm. Oh, oh, Wow. Mmm mm. This one's, like, not super sweet. It's clearly not American chocolate. It's got great flavor, but it's not ultra-super-duper, like, sugary sweet. I love it.
2: Mm. Mmm.
0: I've already got chocolate on my shelf. You know, I don't even... I'm not a big Uh, fan of apricots, but I I love this. What are you doing? I didn't mean to. I got chocolate on my nose. What did you do? Did you shove it in your nose? No. I just... I bumped it. There was nose and chocolate. Were you born in a cave? (laughs) Can I have an apricot one now? You can't even eat a simple piece of chocolate? What's wrong with you? I can eat it. I just can't keep it from getting all over the place. That's really good. All right.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: All right. Chocolate. Mm-hmm. Apricot. Okay. Oh, oh. Mm.
0: oh, that's so creamy. Yeah. Oh, oh my God. God.
1: I would never have thought of mixing the apricot with the chocolate before. This, uh-huh. is, this is
0: like, I'm going to have to take a few of these home.
1: This is adventure food. My wife will hurt me if I don't bring her one of these
0: at its finest. Mm-hmm. Why aren't they fat in Europe? Um I don't know. I have <laughs> to assume that with stuff like this around I'd weigh three hundred pounds with this stuff. <laughs> this is insanity. Mm. I don't I don't get it. How do you not how do you grow up with this stuff everywhere and not just be rolling? The
1: the entire if they had this stuff in America, it would be oh, even God. worse
0: than it is. <laughs> If <laughs> this stuff in America, the country would just grind to a halt.
4: <laughs> oh, sleepy.
0: <laughs> there would just be, like, giant round shapes occasionally bumping into each other. <laughs> boing. Grunting. <laughs> mm. Thank you, Frank. These are awesome. Yes, thank you. Wow. Mm. And and w- much needed after that Vegemite. Yes, they're nice. Uh, thank you, Todd, for bringing that. Well, you know, adventure food. You, it wasn't just bad. It was
1: adventure. And it's good for you. Vegemite adventure, and it's good for you.
0: Yeah. I mean, I mean Healthy adventure. These things wouldn't last very long in a side case. No. 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 Not like the Vegemite. No,
1: they, they, they melt almost instantly. <laughs> and you know, the funny thing is, I wouldn't care. You'd find me, like, swabbing it up, out, and, like, licking it. You'd
0: he'd be, he'd be prone on the ground <laughs> under the case. Just
1: throw a hole in the bottom corner, <laughs> and I'll lay underneath it. <laughs> ah.
0: Adventure. Well, now that we're fed... I want to eat more. Yeah. (laughs) I keep keep looking across the desk at the rest of those chocolates. (laughs) And uh, make sure you never bring Vegemite to my house again. (laughs) Do you have any more of that stuff? No, no, that was it. I had the one small sample. It looked like a pat of butter. I don't think you're
1: allowed to carry more Vegemite than that on a plane, or it counts as hazmat.
0: (laughs) I'm surprised that made it through TSA. (laughs) One never knows. No one would believe that was food. They'd think it was plastique. Lies! (laughs) All right, we should do some ads. Okay. Because we got a couple doozies. Oh, we got one here from Gary. What does it (laughs) say? 1979 Honda CB750F. All right. Wait. Oh, God. It's coming up.
1: (laughs) Vegemite revenge!
0: (laughs) Oh, God, that hurt. Vegemite is not done with you. The chocolate was just temporary help. <laughs> the Vegemite was long lasting. Okay, this is an American model Honda CB750F. It has papers with it. Electric start, 14,000 miles. This bike has many Japan Boso modifications. Boso. On it. Boso handlebars. Boso. Boso headers. Boso. And exhaust system. Boso. Boso banana seat. Boso nana. Steel braided brake line. Not Boso. Rear spoiler. Also not Boso. Boso front fairing. Boso. With headlight. Boso. This is very rare to find in America. Boso. Runs great. Very fast for old bike. Painted red, gold, and green. Rasta colors. I like how he puts Rasta colors in quotes like
1: it's not real, like it's something he made up. Can't you just picture him winking when he does that? Rasta colors. Boso. You, You know what's in the gas tank. Also? No, okay. So one of the things that really bothers me about this ad is this is one of those ads which has down at the bottom a bunch of keywords. Honda, CBX, Kawasaki, R1, R6, CBR, 900RR.
0: 900RR. Um, 900RR. It's the older. Does it big map? Thing. I mean, is that is that a accurate keyword to put for that? No. That's no, it's not. Okay, As a matter of fact, at. it's a thing to
1: loop in people who are looking for these other totally yeah, okay. different than this That's device. what I'm
0: getting As like somebody's looking for a CDR and they're going to get...
1: This? I'm looking. I'm looking for a 900 RR. Oh, or maybe I'll buy this bike that's as old as Todd. Also, Boso <laughs> Uh, okay.
0: Also, Kawasaki. Because you know. Because the an first R1. thing
1: when I'm looking for a Kawasaki is an old Honda. You know, it was like when I was looking for the year I uh, I actually accidentally found a Harley, and I was like, well, I'll buy that instead.
0: So is this a UJM? Yes, this is a UJM. This is a classic UJM. So might I suggest that he's possibly misinterpreting the word universal to mean every other bike in existence? Well, that's <laughs> entirely possible, <yes. laughs> Yeah. Okay. Yeah, universal. Yeah, I could, I could go for it. <laughs> You're looking for an R1? This is the universal replacement. Look!
1: Look! It's an old Honda instead! That's... Great, <laughs> thanks. <laughs> Can you just see that as a sales tactic in a, in a dealership? I'm uh, I'm looking for a, uh, a touring bike. Really, Touring bike? <laughs> <laughs>
0: How about this Honda? <laughs> it's a universal. Uh, I'm not seeing it. Fills all your roles. Do you see the BOSO stickers?
1: BOSO. <laughs> So, quite aside from Boso, we also have this ad, which was sent to us by a listener. Who I don't know if this listener is a newfie. So, this comes from one of our listeners from in Kelso. Canon.
0: Kelso. Kelso I'm, in Canada.
1: I'm going to make a stab at this and it's probably not going to be a very authentic Newfie accent but the way it's written it uh, comes out across the accent. Buddy let me tell you this thing is a beast. If you want to turn heads this Tri-Z is for you. She got a brand new Wisco piston put in four years ago she got so much compression the last time I kicked her over it broke my ankle and sent me clean over to shed. One of the buys with a Corvette clocked me off the highway doing 255 kilometers per hour and that was only half throttle in turd gear. Had a few offers so far. Robbie Knievel can came by to look at her and said if he had his time back, he would have jumped to Grand Canyon with it instead of with the CR500. He also said that he liked how I used JB Weld for gaskets and the assortment of standard (laughs) and metric bolts. (laughs) The plastics are in deadly shape. Had them professionally (laughs) rabbit-wired. I put two extra clutch plates in her, so she's a custom 7-speed with a Hinson clutch basket. No idea what that is. I still have the original plug in it, and the original tire is about 95%. I'm the 14th owner. (laughs) I bought her in Alberta. She went first kick in negative 45 and never used no choke, and I did a wheelie from Fort Mac to Botwood that was towing the old F-150 because the tranny was bad in her. Reason for selling, the doctor told me the other day that if I keep breaking the sound barrier on her, I'll be deaf by the time I'm 30. Comes with a plow I got when I was working with the Department of High because that crowd don't use it anyway <laughs> I might trade for a half dozen transmissions that will fit the gold or five Ford or partial trade with Canadian Tire money and cash <laughs> price is $31,000 firm <laughs> or price will go up when the summer comes hey bye that's uh wow Newfoundland has some stuff doesn't it that's a cool little three wheeler it's uh <laughs> professionally rabbit wired <laughs>
0: j b weld for gaskets
1: so all the new fee listeners can uh, write in and say how oh, my accent is totally not authentic but uh
0: I was, I was trying to catch the Sarah Palin vibe that you no 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 other you know, end of the country that's that's sort of what I was I was picking from it I don't know i'm, I'm
1: get get out of the chocolate you're in the you're in the chocolate again
0: all right you oh. go on <laughs> oh my gosh like heaven in my mouth oh god so uh oh
1: uh, Not all ads are as nice as this. Some ads are decidedly mean-spirited. I need a minute. Peter sent us this one from a good Samaritan. (laughs) Missing your Road King air cleaner. $20, Langley. I have it. $20. Call Jay! (laughs) I wonder if this is the same Call Jay. (laughs) (laughs) I wonder how he ended up, you know, with There, There are so many questions that go with this. And that's the ad, by the way. Let's read the ad again in case
0: anyone missed it. Okay. Missing your Road King air cleaner. $20, Langley. I have have it. it. Twenty dollars, and by it I, I assume not the twenty dollars. We can only assume the air cleaner. <laughs> I picture a guy walking by a parking lot one day, seeing This uh, road king and just kick <laughs> it. reads like a ransom note, doesn't it?
1: <laughs> We've got your air cleaner. If you want to see it again, put twenty dollars in a sack.
0: <laughs> it's made from cutout letters and magazines, and they scan it for Craigslist. I. <laughs> I mean, wow. The funny part is the 20 bucks. Because if this like actually fell off someone's
1: bike, <laughs> I'd have your air cleaner. 20 bucks. What? Keep it, <laughs> Keep it <laughs> asshole.
0: Oh, my God. I need that. It's been signed by Willie G himself. It's
1: my favorite air cleaner. I've had this air cleaner since I was a child. Robbie K- Knievel offered to buy it from me. Oh, boy. That's... uh. That's the thing. Good Samaritans are out there. They're yeah. They're here to help. Yeah. For only 20, 20 bucks. I'm just going to grab this bag
0: real fast. Chocolate. We're just going to be eating these all show.
1: This is a chocolate episode where if you didn't want chocolate at the beginning of the show, by the end of the show, you want chocolate.
0: Thanks, Franca. Mm. What's next? Next, I think we should
1: let someone else talk while we eat chocolate for a minute. So we got a disorganized unpaid correspondent piece from Jay. Call Jay! (laughs) (laughs) I don't think it's the same Jay. He doesn't have that kind of voice. Let's find out what kind of voice he does have.
4: This is Jay from Delaware with the Wheel Nerds Disorganized Correspondent Program. I was asked to give a response to Charlie, where he was the tall gentleman riding the Buell Blast, or at least attempting, therefore. I am the opposite. I'm a short guy, and I'm one of the few people that doesn't look like a monkey humping a football when I'm riding a Ninja 250. I have been riding for about seven years, and my current bike is a Suzuki SV650, which I thoroughly enjoy. I started out on a Suzuki Bandit 600. It was a great bike. I really liked it a lot, but it had its issues. It was an inline-four carbureted nightmare. Currently, it's sitting in the back of my garage awaiting either repair and being sold or repair and being turned into a hack. We all know which Todd would like. Since I am a short guy, I do have an issue with uh, riding bikes. Every bike that I've ever test ridden, I've always had to stand on my tiptoes. I've even laid down the bandit at least once or twice, trying to impress a carload of girls at stop signs. So to combat that, I'm trying a new technique called seat shaving, where you disassemble the seat, remove some of the foam from the center, and then reassemble the seat back together. The nice thing about this is it looks stock, and then when you do actually sit on it, it compresses enough to allow a little bit of movement and lower the riding position. Now, unfortunately, it hasn't gained me a whole heck of a lot. I'm now on the balls of my feet instead of my tiptoes, but I suppose a little bit is better than nothing. Been listening since the beginning. It occupies a Friday morning, sorta, but it does annoy my office mate a little bit. So I think that's at least one bonus. Thanks a lot, guys.
1: All right. So, so Jay is clearly the (laughs) anti-Charlie. So we heard from both Uh, ends of the spectrum now. If you're tall, we're short. Actually, Jay's bandit was one of the reasons I thought about getting into motorcycling. Like I was thinking vaguely about motorcycles, Mm -hmm. and then he told me he got this bandit. I went and saw this thing he had under a tarp at his house and. Bumblefuck nowhere Vermont. Took a look at this thing and I was like, must have a motorcycle. <laughs> <laughs> want
0: Really? Just seeing it under a tarp? No, no, you pulled the tarp off so I could see the bike and sit on it. Oh, so it was the s- sitting on it or it
1: was the sitting on, and it went from like, I think maybe I want a bike
0: to must have want want mm. want. That's well look what you've done, Jay. <laughs> Bastard. Thank God I'm average. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of speaking of bikes, Jay can't ride. <laughs> Did you hear about the new Triumph? Gee,
1: it's going to be hardcore!
0: Wait, wait, let me let me ref- let me uh, ask that question back to you. Okay, you're asking me, a man with a 1200 cc motorcycle prone to failure, that everyone likes to make fun of. Uh-huh. If anyone has told him about an upcoming 1200 cc motorcycle from a separate company, I see your point. <laughs> this is the question you're posing. So, how many times <laughs> did you hear about the new Triumph? <laughs> Uh more than I needed.
1: The Triumph Exploder. <laughs> Did I read that right? What? Oh, sorry. The Explorer. The that's that's much less hardcore. Exploder would I be would cool I would change all of the decals to say Exploder. I if I had Oh one.
0: my god. Now okay. That's the first compelling reason I've heard to buy this bike now.
3: What is it? It's <laughs> the Exploder.
0: No, <laughs> well, it isn't Triumph. Exploder.
1: Although although I gotta say, I took a look at the Exploder and uh it's, um, we can never call this bike anything no. else, can we? And it's a, uh, <laughs> it's a big tiger, which is
0: a big tiger. It's a big tiger. There's no other way to describe it. It's the tiger, except big. It's a G.S. with an English accent. Hello, <laughs> Gov! Careful, adventure! Adventure! <laughs> Going my way, Gov! <laughs>
1: But it's got you know it's got all sorts of gadgetry and fancy electronics and shaft drives, so it's clearly this is clearly a shot fired
0: directly at the GS. Yep. But you know, surprise, surprise. And we'll get to see these two bikes side by side in a dealership because our That's dealer true. carries both.
1: Yes. We'd like to come look at the exploder. We'll see if we can spread that to all of the dealership <laughs> exploder. people. Exploder. <laughs> Do you have the exploder? Can we see the exploder? <laughs> it's the <explore>. exploder. Exploder! Exploder! <laughs> I want the test ride the exploder. And then we'll leave and the next person will come in, they're like, I'm interested in this triumph. And they're like, oh the exploder. Oh! <laughs> Damn you, wheel nerds. Next time.
0: <laughs> uh yeah. Yeah, I yeah, I know. I've s I, uh, yeah. I I'm 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 looking forward to seeing this bike. I keep I keep looking at the Exploder and I'm thinking, you know,
1: big powerful bike, shaft drive, twelve hundred cc and you know what I'm thinking?
0: <laughs> what guess? God, I wish I had worn underwear this morning. Nope. Oh. Hack it. <laughs> I am putting
1: a timer on how long until someone hacks one of these. Uh some really fancy you know this is going by the time you're done hacking one of these it's going to be a
0: $35,000 adventure how novel would it be because hacking one of these would be like hacking a GS yeah so I mean, I suppose
1: not that novel then. Since know. the
0: GS and the Strom are two of the most popular. I mean, bikes these to have. bikes are like hairs apart from each other. They're it's true. I mean, that's true. I mean, well, are...
1: the, the Exploder is probably more powerful because it's got you know an engine which, frankly, is more power oriented than the old tractor. Yes, but you're you're seeing all the spy photos that are coming out now. Oh yeah, and it even looks like a GS without without things sticking out the side. Yeah. Well, actually, it just looks like a Tiger. Which in turn looks, I suppose, like a bit like a
0: GS. No, no, I'm talking about the GS spy photos. Oh, the GS spy photos. No, the, the new liquid cooled GS. Liquid cooled. Yeah, you know, I haven't seen those. Yeah, they're they're floating out all around now, and everyone's like, rumor mongering that this thing is going to be much so more powerful because it's going to be, you know, it's going to be a liquid cooled engine. So what you're saying is, I'm finally going to be able to get a GS for my dream hack cheap. Yes. Well. Yes. Well. Yes.
1: Probably.
0: Maybe. Well, you know, my experience is that most most uh, GS owners who are selling them are awful proud of them. Yeah, so here's here's the thing. All there are are some f- spy photos of, of a masked up GS mm-hmm. which what looks to be very obviously a liquid cooled engine. By based on what? I mean, first of all, where the fuck do you put the radiator? You, you 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 can see the radiators. Uh, I can't describe this in Radio Land, but you can see the radiator fins coming out, sort of under the plastic. Mm-hmm. Where the, you know, people are talking about this thing's gonna be more powerful. You know, there's so much it's more. It's gonna potential. be totally hardcore. BMW's gonna piss off so much of their core faithful who mm-hmm. who like mm-hmm. the old, the beloved lump. It's like you know? uh, it's you know it's kind of like. Uh, I would say the beloved lump has things going for it. Well, I guess
1: we'll we'll have to see what happens. It'll be the exploder versus the, the what what'll they call it? We need a funny name
0: for this. The oh uh, I'm still I guess they'll still just call it a GS. The water GS, the, the glub glub G S, the I don't know. Think of something. The wet G S. The wetterer. The wet it sounds
1: ex- a little dirty. Exploder versus the wetter. <laughs> I don't know what to make of it. Speaking of lump opposed cylinder engines, I finally, now that it was warm, got around to rejetting the Ural. It's twenty degrees outside. No, no, it was up to 40. <laughs> it was above freezing, so I was willing to do some fuel work. By the way, I hate fuel systems. Can I just say that? All fuel Any systems? Any work on a fuel system, I hate passionately. I don't care what the fuel... Because fucking gas gets everywhere. Yeah. You drain the tank, and you're starting to move, it and it's like, surprise, fucker, there's an extra half gallon of gas in me! Oh, now you're covered with gas!
0: The bill has that problem.
1: Oh, they all fucking do that. Yeah, when you pull the, every
0: fuel system ever, you pull the fuel pump out, mm-hmm. and it's just no. uh,
1: surprise. <laughs> and you're
0: smoking a cigarette while you're doing mm-hmm. it, and just all oh, your days. hilarity ensues.
1: <laughs> but I'm happy to report that rejetting the Ural and cleaning out the fuel system is surprise idiotically simple. It involves a screwdriver. It was ridiculously simple. It was painless. I didn't even have to like take much of the carbs apart. I took the bottom off, and I was like, "Oh, there's the jet. Screw, 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 screw. Done." Did so. you hit
0: anything with a rock?
1: Uh, I did to hit one thing with a rock because i was pounding in a one of the one of the little crappy screws was stuck so i had to pound the um the screwdriver into it to get it to stick so i could actually get a grip
0: on it were you drinking vodka out. while doing
1: something no no i was out of vodka well, well there's there's the gray goose
0: but that's the wives and she'll hurt me if i steal some well ivan would be okay with that yeah <laughs> <laughs> you hit it with a rock that's what counts in that's Ivan's what really house. really counts yeah well uh i've got a uh a netbook computer that runs windows now Wow! With ECM spy loaded, I'm ready to do my throttle position sensor reset for the Buell. Da 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 da! Just remember not to hit the big red button that makes it explode. They're they're all red. I'm colorblind. You're doomed. Oh, damn it!
1: <laughs> all right. You know what? You could use though for the Buell is a map to help you find home when it breaks down.
0: Wouldn't that be useful? Would you enjoy something like that? I hate you so much. <laughs> a really nice, high quality map would be cool. Absolutely. Something that speaks to me. So let's go ahead and talk to the guys from Butler Maps. We've got on Justin and Court from ButlerMaps.com. They are the creators and marketers and makers and all the other stuff of pretty cool motorcycle oriented maps. Hey guys. How are hey. you doing? I'm Court. Okay. Cort. And the other guy is and Justin. That,
3: that leaves me to be Justin. Yep.
0: All right, cool. They take turns, I guess. He's Court mm-hmm. with the interesting name, and Justin, no.
3: <laughs> yeah, it's actually Courtney.
0: It's French. Okay. First question is why did Court win the coin toss to get his name in the company?
3: Well, our other partner's last name is Calhoun, and uh, my last name, Bradshaw, was a little long, and that just made sense.
0: There wasn't like you some sort of naked Greco Roman match going down, four way death match kind of thing. <laughs>
2: <laughs> now the ring. Uh, no, Rangers I got, wouldn't got dare to choose face
3: Court,
0: well, he, he it writes. worked out
3: good. We're we're happy with it. We didn't want it to be, uh, you know, we wanted to be homely and welcoming, <laughs> and it's it's a short name and it makes sense even. So
0: he just called Court Homely.
3: <laughs> it is Butler.
1: You know, <laughs> it does it does add a certain class to things, doesn't it? Right, right. It we're
3: on the classy around here. That's that's our mo.
0: Wow, are you on the wrong show? <laughs> <laughs> so you guys made this map for motorcyclists. What are you two riding? I'm riding a
2: KTM. Uh, Justin rides a BMW GS. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, we I know. ride the BMW, and and Justin rides the KTM. So we're basically filling up with fuel every hundred miles, and uh, working on his bike more often than mine. Yeah, sounds like a familiar vibe. <laughs> when we're not picking
3: his up out of the sand, that is. <laughs> <laughs>
2: That is true. We have some
0: stories about that. From your company website, it looked like uh, there was a cruiser in the lineup and uh, Yeah,
3: we we get we get it all out
0: there. We, you know, we
3: do a lot of the mapping on the 990 and the big GS cuz that's what we like to ride, but we also have a ducati and uh all sorts of different stuff so we mix it up because it's important for users of our maps to know that you know we're not just dual sport guys or we're not just sport bike guys and our and our ratings are the same no matter what bike you're on so we, we try to mix it up and get all sorts of stuff
0: out there makes it's sense got, I, I could i've got a unicycle can you help me <laughs>
2: <laughs> we are coming out with a trike map uh so hopefully we'll get a unicycle one here pretty quick
1: a trike map <laughs> they're they're messing with you chuck
0: oh damn it <laughs> i was feeling you know happy for you because you know you get no no euro love so i can go everywhere you go that isn't less than five feet wide <laughs> that, that's not even you know talking about motorcycles i hate you <laughs> so you guys are headquartered in eagle colorado yep that's great per- of. That's pretty cool. Is it? Are you in like a giant mountain shaped like an eagle's head? <laughs> it's carved out
3: of a mountain, much like that place in North Dakota, our rivals.
0: Oh right, right, right. <laughs> oh, okay,
3: <laughs> that's
0: very cool. So, how drunk were you guys when you came up with the idea for these maps? Uh, well, we were jobless. That's for sure. <laughs>
2: or pretty near to jobless anything better than one of us painting houses and the other person selling linoleum and flooring would have been <laughs> better. that's basically what we were up to at the time so we figured anything would be a step up to that yep so uh, what, what brought about the, the map idea? I'm trying to
1: imagine the conversation. I'm thinking of all the conversations like that I've had. Hey, dude, we should totally make some maps. And then it annoys you know, we wake up the next morning and you're like, what was I talking about?
0: <laughs> yeah, but when you're making maps, they involve 20-sided dice and wizards and fantastic stuff. People buy that. You know, girls in armored bikinis. Magic cards and such. You're breathing like, <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> He's going to climb Mount Fire. <laughs> Chuck, well,
1: stop alienating the guests.
2: <laughs> we, uh, we ended up um, realizing how long it took to actually plan and figure out where the best rides were in every area. And, and, and pretty soon it, we ended up taking more time just planning the actual ride than actually being on the ride. So we figured, why don't we just come up with something that eloquently depicts the best roads in every state and uh, they're, they're pretty much based on drama, drama. So that's Ge- dramography.
3: Uh, that's a word we came up with.
2: <laughs> drama, drama, and <in> geography coupled. <laughs> dramography.
3: Dramographic yeah. mess. A maps. lot
2: of dramography in our maps.
3: Dramographically speaking, we hit it yeah. on the you know the head.
0: Yeah. So are you taking like a teenage girl along on these trips to see you know uh, how loud she
2: screams? Uh, <laughs> no, but Justin has a blow up doll when he leaves. <laughs> Never leave home without it. Come on. If I have to
3: leave court in the desert with this BMW with someone, then he
2: needs a friend. You'd be amazed at how much money he gets for that doll after two weeks on the road, too.
0: (laughs) Adventure girlfriend.
2: So
1: it's a pretty good idea. I mean, I'm thinking of all these states that sound like they're cool places, have pretty stuff. Montana. Like, Montana's pretty. If I went to Montana, I'd be completely clueless where to go other than, like, there's a national park there and, clueless otherwise
0: Kentucky
3: Kentucky's got good stuff and most people are like that once you get outside of your normal zone you know a hundred miles couple hundred mile radius or a day ride radius of where you are most people have no clue I mean we were one of those guys we like to go all over but once we got outside of the zone that we know we're just kind of bobbling around wondering what's good it's like Court said I mean it was Court's idea he said why don't we make something super simple show the people where to go we can do the research for you and uh that turned out to be a much bigger deal than it than it might sound (laughs) it's a it's a big project
0: yeah for sure yeah so you started with colorado i'm guessing because that's where you're you're, and you're you're sort of heading west from there hitting the utah yay
2: (laughs) yeah we we ended up starting with colorado like you just said but we rode over forty thousand miles of different roads just to come out with a colorado map so
1: wow your job sucks it's horrible.
2: <laughs> it's horrible. Yeah. I would not want to wish it upon anyone. But anyway, then we did Utah. We rode Utah. I think that was a little bit over 30,000 miles of riding. Then we journeyed up through Idaho, Wyoming, and Montana.
0: How long would Utah take to do?
2: Utah took eight months, but a few of us riding simultaneously, breaking it up into different sections and segments, and then GPSing every single road. And, and that's what's pretty unique about our product, is that every single road that you see on the map, we've ridden even if it hasn't uh, been given or awarded a rating, it's still been ridden. It just means that from a drama perspective, it's probably not as good of a bet as one of the roads with the red, orange, or yellow color on them.
0: Huh. So, did you start like with a basic map, you know, some, some something to start with, or were you guys like That's- riding every half mile and taking a GPS reading? Or
3: Court spends days in the dungeon just pouring over the maps and uh maps and porn.
2: I mean there's <laughs> porn as well. <laughs> you definitely gotta break it up a little bit, keep your sanity somehow. But but Justin's right. I mean I think we averaged out for every ten hours in front of the computer there's about an hour worth of riding. So really we do our due diligence to surf the blogs, the threads, um, the other websites, forums, to figure out to get a candidate list of roads. And once we establish that list, then, like Justin was saying earlier, all of the owners in the company take different kinds of motorcycles out and ride every single one of those roads and GPS every one of those roads for the good sections. And so at the end of the day, that's what you have. You have a map that distills out the good roads from a motorcycler's perspective, from the the not-so-good roads. Like I was saying, we moved on, finished up with the Rocky Mountain State's, we came out with a Rocky Mountain planning map, which is used as a supplement with the other maps for those guys that wanted to do a you know a grand Rocky Mountain tour where they can, you know, circuitously weave through the Rocky Mountains. Then we did Southern California, which was a huge project to undertake. That was almost fifty thousand miles of riding just for the southern section, southern and central. Up and Didn't... down
0: the same stretch of beach where the girls and bikinis are. Yeah,
2: exactly. <laughs> Justin hung out at Muscle Beach because that's where the big muscular guys work. Well, I like to work out, so, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you
0: can't get
3: too caught up in this riding thing. <laughs>
0: Not that there's anything wrong with it. Can you come over here and spot me?
1: I think I lost a contact lens! <laughs> so I gotta ask, when you're out there checking out these roads and trying things out, do you ever find locals who find out you're mapping stuff will get, like, protective of their secret perfect
2: personal yeah. roads? Are they yeah, trying to hide yeah.
0: the, their it, pot farm?
2: There's a uh, There's a good story that that reminds me of what you're just saying there's uh there's a road outside you guys are probably familiar with it right outside salt lake to the west of it in between toella and salt lake there's a copper mine right there and there's mm, this yep. road called butterfield canyon that road is paved to the very top and then in the back side is dirt but i rode that and uh, once i got to the top saw this kid on top with a a four wheeler, and we just started talking. And he was pretty defensive and argumentative at the top there, as far as when he found out what I was doing. He's like, "This is this is a locals road, and I don't want you guys riding it at all." And I was like, "Okay, okay, we'll keep it off." So. Locals <laughs> only, bro. Really Didn't know the surf culture
3: bled into motorcycles, but it's true. <laughs> if we sell enough maps and enough people know about their road that it makes a difference, then we're doing something right, and
0: we've made it. So. <laughs> You We're think people okay would that. want to promote these roads, you know, this, you know, you know yeah,
1: come I, check I it meet, out. I meet new people on the road and, you know, I'll meet them on like I-80 or something. They'll be like, man, this is boring. I'm like, follow me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> but then he takes them to a shed. <laughs> <Yeah>.
3: That <laughs> is of- mostly the case. Pretty much. There's a, it's rare that people want to hide it. Most people are really willing to help and are eager to give us their resumes. That's for sure.
0: <laughs> oh yeah! I, guess. So, I just thought of that. Are you guys taking the... <laughs> so ride these roads for a living? You say right. okay.
3: <laughs>
0: so uh, I gotta ask you: at any point while you guys were coming up with the map company and starting to roll forward with this project, did anyone say, "Hey, you know, there's this thing called a GPS"? <laughs> what is that? <laughs> I mean, I know a guy with like two of them on his bike.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah. We uh, that that's always been the. On our minds, we just figured uh, we could get some awareness, build our brand a little bit, and get into the motorcycle shops and get something unique into people's hands if we did a paper map. So that's what we started with, exactly, uh, which yeah. is backwards on what most people think. The easiest thing to do would just be collect the data and create a 99-cent app. We wanted We wanted to be more than that. So the short answer is that's in the works, and it's – close and the long answer is uh <laughs> quite a bit longer than, than that but but in a nutshell that's that's why we did it we wanted to build a brand we wanted people to see us and and hold our product and interact with it and do all that
0: the paper that these guys use for maps is great i mean this is nice and thick and soft and, and
2: yeah that that's well, a pretty it's not cool... even paper actually it's a synthetic product that's I'm going to say tear-resistant, not tear-proof. Let's
0: find out. Where's that damn map? map.
3: (laughs) 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 Uh, Correct me, will you? I totally (laughs) did that at an event once.
2: (laughs) We originally wanted to establish some credibility in the marketplace by, by coming out with a paper map. Uh, to make people say, these guys, you know, these guys know where the good roads are. Get this map and this road is a good road. This road is a good road. And then, then we knew that we would segue into the digital realm. But like Justin was saying, it's, it would have been very easy and, uh, a lot less costs associated with it to just simply, uh, create a GPX track and have it downloadable, you know. Because ultimately, at the end of the day, you can't get the same perspective from a GPS device as you mm. can from a paper map. So Definitely. most guys, while they swear uh, on their GPS or app, um, <laughs> or at exactly, <laughs> as a supplement, it's 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 a really good it's a really good gig. A paper map is just it, it gives you a different perspective, and a lot of guys, like I said, they supplement them with the maps. They figure out which area they want to ride, and then they plug in the information into their GPSs and, and go from there.
1: I'm going to admit this, even though I am on a show called Nerd, I have two GPSs, and I don't like either of them as compared to a map. I can navigate much faster and more efficiently with a paper map.
3: Yeah, we can too. Which ones do you have?
1: Uh, I usually just use a lot of like BLM and National Geographic maps. I don't have any of the Butler maps. I steal chucks once in a while.
3: <laughs> we'll get you some. But what GPS units do you have?
1: Oh, I got a uh, Garmin... Nuvie something something and some sort of Navigon yeah. that I got cheap. I, I Frankly, I just, I, I can't be arsed to look at it when I'm riding. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll look down at a map mm-hmm. and glance and I want to know what's in my general area and that's, frankly, that's good enough. What number is the road? Yeah. Okay, go on that. I've got Absolutely. a uh,
0: yeah. What a, I've got? I got a TomTom. I mean, I find it pretty serviceable.
1: I'm all about GPS like that are nice that my map. friends own. <laughs> I like I like throwing
0: the map out on like the, the table at oh, lunch totally. and being like, you know, well, where, that's the where thing. do we go? I mean
3: you can put it you can meet for coffee in the morning with your with your buddies and open a map and everyone can see where you're going. You know? You can you can gain uh, a lot more perspective from it. But there's a place for GPS. we We recognize it, uh, and we're going there, but uh, baby steps.
0: Yeah, now that people are starting to, you know, that tablet PCs and stuff are getting more uh, ubiquitous, that Mm -hmm. could definitely be useful, because I I see a lot of guys using Google Maps on their iPad.
2: Oh, my God,
1: iPads on the handlebars. Oh, the death rate is going (laughs)
0: to skyrocket.
1: (laughs) Sorry, I was playing Angry Birds, and I ran into this truck.
2: (laughs) That would be the grand oxymoron on your Euro, an iPad on the handlebars. (laughs)
1: It's a computer-controlled anvil. What's wrong with that?
2: <laughs> you
3: should at least mount one in the sidecar for the passenger.
1: Oh, come on. Are you kidding? You don't think she has her Kindle and her tablet and her phone in there? And, and an her Xbox. knitting and an Xbox?
3: <laughs> I know you guys are asking us questions, but I want to know about your Euro. Did, did you get that thing new here as a new one? Or?
1: No, I bought it from a dude up in Montana, actually. He bought it to get his wife to ride around, and she uh, rode around in it with him for a while and then they were in bozeman and uh it's uh, miserable there in mm-hmm. the winter <laughs> so much like me he said hey let's go out for a ride in the winter and she said get a truck so, <laughs> so we got a truck
0: they're they're really cool todd they, loves his
1: they're a hoot
0: i am intimately
1: i'm adjusting <laughs> Intimate i'm adjusting Bob. to the speed thing but uh you know
2: the lack of oh yeah they yeah. don't go fast yeah, <laughs> yeah, Chuck, yeah. follow so me. Adjust, you're adjusting to riding on the shoulder, is what you're trying to say? <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, you can you can do 55 pretty steadily, unless there's <clears throat> wind. You, yeah, can, I mean, do, yeah.
0: or you can do 55, but when you get off the bike, you're going to be crying in your helmet. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> He, he was he
1: well. Was, in he fairness, was the aerodynamics durable. of one is like pushing a piece of plywood sideways through the air.
0: So, <laughs> <laughs> I bet Euro would be a great rig to do these mapping runs on.
1: Could be entertaining.
0: You yeah, have someone in a sidecar with the laptop and the GPS. Oh yeah, that that'd could be, be efficient. Perfect. Yeah, taking notes. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to get you a job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep it up. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, you guys hiring? We know
2: some roads, <laughs> lots <laughs> yeah. of different kinds. The hiring, but of... the pay rate is nothing to write home about
0: but we get the right roads and and say it's our job exactly (laughs) what are you doing working (laughs) no one yells at us yeah i try that when i'm watching porn my wife just doesn't buy it (laughs) i'm working leave me alone (laughs) (laughs) i'm working close the door knock <laughs> so you guys are like coming out with these backcountry stuff also like yeah uh, now you there's some euro the, appropriate stuff yeah you did the washington yeah i mean you got like videos and stuff going along with this yeah that's, that's
3: a that's a big project for us it's cool and it totally is Euro. i mean you you should do it. i'd laugh. Li- i'd actually love to get a ride report from you doing it on on your because i think that'd be fun and some pictures too so when you get a chance we'll hook you up with some maps and and get out there and try it um, yeah because you've got
0: the utah one or is is there going to be video accompanying that too? Or is there that, is, uh,
3: yeah. In fact, I talked to one of the producers today, and we're getting really, really close. So the, be the cool. Washington one has a DVD and the map now, and uh, everyone in the future will have a map and DVD. We just happened to make the map earlier than the DVD this year. Uh, we wanted to get it out as soon as possible, so guys can start planning their summer and spring. The DVD is going to be really cool. You can see the trailers, you know, on YouTube. There's short video trailers that give you a sense of what we're up to with it, but
2: adventure but, uh, it's a little different take on the trans-american trail the video is slated for next month i believe and we've partnered with TuraTech and some other names in the industry for some of these projects as well
1: so does that mean your videos will be in the enormous TuraTech book it will absolutely yeah. you
0: make the TuraTech catalog wow
1: page one hundred and thirty-seven. our maps
0: are in there now
2: oh cool we're pretty. We're good friends with those guys. They're, they're good guys over there. They're, at least the, the USA company is just a small group of riders like you guys, like we are.
0: Well, they're, they're a lot more hardcore adventury than we are. We're elephants, man. We're a couple <laughs> douchebags. I mean, this guy on the cover of the catalog, he's getting chased by elephants. We, yeah. we just can't match that. <laughs> there's no way a euro would get away from an elephant. <laughs>
3: there, there's some cows out there in Utah you could chase. Sloths, armadillos. Possibly a moose. <laughs> There's some moose out there.
0: Oh, there there are one or two moose around. <laughs> Someday a moose is going to catch you on the Euro. That's going to be a funny well, day.
1: Well, I actually passed a moose on the Strom once on Yeah, I remember
0: that. You were on a, uh, the Strom, which has yeah. some horsepower to it.
1: Well, it's funny. I was looking at the pictures on your site, and the pictures start up. I'm like, okay, Rocky Mountain National Park. Where do I know that? Oh, I have a hundred copies of that picture with different bikes in it.
2: That's East Canyon. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. East Canyon.
0: That's a locals only, brah. Dude, come on. <laughs> You're putting that on maps for her. We're going to push over your motorcycle, man. You've got to ride against...
3: Slash our tires. If you see a guy on a BMW, that's the one you want. Not the guy on the KTM.
2: <laughs> no. the oh, goodness the, sake. The guy in the KTM has too much shit going on already. Don't, don't <laughs> add to his miserable existence. <laughs> okay, you know what? It's
0: it's not it's not the Beale, man. It's just wherever there's two guys riding together, one of them has to one have has a to first shit bike. bike. Okay, that makes sense. <laughs> it's a KTM, for God's sakes. <laughs>
2: you guys do have a lot of great rides around there. It's our number one goal to make everybody in the world know about it.
1: We, we, <laughs> wow. we try to explain to people every once in a while, especially like the southern desert rides that we don't get to go too much and things break yeah. when we do. Shut um, up. But <laughs> <laughs> one time. Yeah, we're... <laughs> The Southern Desert, I feel like, is one of those, you know, people see it, they, they, they recognize pictures of it, and they recognize it in, like, Roadrunner and Coyote cartoons, but yet they're not really aware of where it is. It's kind of weird, mysterious, magical land. Really yeah, the that's the dream. I mean,
3: that's the dream for a lot of people that aren't from the West in our own country, but especially the Europeans.
4: Oh, When, yeah, they, think of,
3: when right. they think about coming to the United States to ride, I mean, that's the quintessential, that's what you're thinking about. You're thinking about sandstone towers and... Deep Canyon Goblin Canyon Colorado River and all this stuff and
1: yeah because yeah, they have they, nothing like that <laughs> nothing yeah. anywhere there,
2: nothing like that anywhere in the world. <laughs> <laughs> you're thinking about polygamy that's one thing you're thinking of. Colorado City actually Colorado City I believe is in Arizona I think that's, that's the Arizona, Arizona one it's Isn't like Arizona? straddles
0: the border it's like right there at the border yeah there's a, there's a different name on each side of the border yeah. <laughs> Yeah, thanks for bringing that, that up. <laughs> is that on the map? That's
2: something you guys are yeah. known for. Utah equals polygamy. The polygamy
0: zone, they've got a that's a green marker in a circle. Yeah, yeah. I say, Reginald, let's go to the states and try this polygamy they speak of. <laughs> uh. <laughs> it sounds like your your market, your target market's the the adventure rider, the tour,
3: our target. well for the accurate? BDR, the backcountry maps Absolutely, but we're trying real hard to make sure that anybody with a motorcyclist knows that our maps are good for them. Uh, We just happen to poke fun at ourselves on our adventure bikes, our KTMs and BMWs. But I mean, I also also race sport bikes and and a lot of cruiser guys, a lot of Harley guys love what we do. So if if you're getting out and riding, you have a purpose for our map. Uh, and we really want to get that across is not it's not just for the sport tours or the adventure tours it's it's anybody with a bike and, and some time to go somewhere
0: so guys with harleys can read maps
2: <laughs> <laughs> if they have a friend with them no but actually we we do have our maps in probably about 20 harley dealerships around the country so oh, cool. and they you know they they're pretty big sellers not after they hear this?
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. And the uh, is canceled. <laughs> They're like, "We're gonna
0: hang up with these guys." Yeah.
2: That would that would imply that a
1: lot of people listen to the show.
2: Oh, yeah. right. Well, yeah. yeah. Once we you go. edit it out, this segment's going to be about 4 minutes long.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so I got to ask you get these space-age maps with this cool plastic material, which is pretty awesome. So were, were there failures in map design? Were, for that matter, were there any real failure maps that went horribly wrong and needed to be redone?
0: Like maps that would, you know, combust when ex- exposed no. to sunlight?
2: <laughs> no, actually, we our printer is the same printer that prints the Trails Illustrated National Geographic maps. Oh, in. yeah, those things work. So, so it's the same product, essentially. Oh, it's, okay. It's, you know, same... Characteristics as it, and I don't think it's. I think uh, I've dropped I don't think those in they're rivers. flammable per se, but you could try to light one. Let's uh, find
3: out.
0: Go uh, get that. That map. would be a good test. Please send us the video. Try, watch it just go like that nitrate paper or whatever. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm running in circles on fire. I can't help because I'm too busy laughing.
3: It won't go out. Well, that would be good to know it. You're stranded and you need to make a fire. That's <laughs>
1: the map. of you get a video of it, we'll replace it
0: for free. <laughs> <laughs> that is great. Yeah.
1: So what's the next big? Uh, the next big undiscovered country? You could use it you're for a if it's raining.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I How long? How much water will that thing stand up to? For I'm afraid ever. to try out. I mean,
2: literally, Justin had one of those maps in his backyard earlier this summer, and we had a monsoon come through over the course of like three weeks. It just sat back there. It was part of our testing, R and D. Literally, it was perfect condition. Perfect condition, not a problem at all.
0: Do You guys ever just stand in a circle around it and pee on it?
2: <laughs> yes.
3: <laughs> Another test. Get a video of it. We'll send you
0: the map. Well, I'm saying it's te- you know this is testing. This you guys are going to be careful. Our listeners
2: might do all this stuff. <laughs>
3: I would exactly. it. If people would send us video that we can post on YouTube of testing these maps to the fullest, so we would appreciate it.
2: Exactly. Test number 104, the urine test. <laughs> there is a, there is a definitely marketing spinoff with this thing.
0: Bro. I'm going to go take a shower at this map. Wash my body with it. See how it holds up. Golden
2: shower on your butler map.
0: <laughs> watch out. I'm Japanese. I'll do it. <laughs> I'll do it. Don't threaten this guy. <laughs> <laughs> Ever accidentally find someone's pot stash at, at when you're on the road going through the back country somewhere?
3: That's actually a legitimate concern in Northern California. Yeah. Well, yeah, because
0: uh, Northern California is all pot.
3: <laughs> yeah, you've you yeah. got to be careful where you're wandering around. So. They're mean. That's actually true. Yeah, they're, they're protective of that stuff for some
2: reason.
0: They're not all hippie free love there when you come tree. across oh, their oh, pot pot. pot. Tree... <laughs>
2: Well, especially if you get a pretty boy like Justin up there riding all alone on his KTM, you know, his profile picture they are gonna take him apart up there, take him into their barn.
0: Fresh from Muscle Beach. You know what? Justin needs to go to Muscle Beach and or go to Venice Beach and just see if one of those guys can rip that map when it's all folded up.
2: <laughs> that's, <laughs> true. That,
0: that's your commercial right <laughs> that's
2: there. Venice Beach yeah. Muscle Beach. The Venice Beach test, number one hundred five.
0: <laughs> <laughs> can you rip
1: this oh, no so cool any new cool projects uh, that are going to be coming out in the f- coming
0: year yeah okay. we
3: have lots lots what's, going what's, on. That's,
0: what states are next
1: well,
3: actually you know the state we get the the most requests for by far is arkansas and the ozark so we'll probably start heading there northern california is almost wrapped up anyway so we'll finish north cow what about
0: kansas man Kansas is right up there. Head to What's out in Kansas? I was just kidding. It's
2: right up there with with Oklahoma, Rhode Island. Yeah, the Ozarks. We're going to have our own little deliverance. We'll have our own deliverance map out coming pretty soon.
0: (laughs) Don't go here and
2: here and here. This is good.
0: (laughs) This road is good. More more where not
3: to go.
2: <laughs> well, logistically, Ozarks makes quite a bit of sense because all six states around uh, Missouri and Arkansas, there's just nowhere to ride. So people are pretty much relegated to going to this small mountain range or series of mountain ranges. Geographically, it encompasses the southern part of Missouri and the northern part of Arkansas. So. It's where all the genetic mutants live, <laughs> the There's dramography great, of the Ozarks, yeah, the yeah, cannibals yeah. and stuff. The dramography of the Ozarks, exactly. <laughs> the dramography is
3: real good. <laughs> be okay. Apparently, it's really good. We haven't ridden there yet, but people say people say good things, so we're excited to check it out.
0: Yeah, why don't you come on out here, city boy? You find out it's <laughs> yeah. really nice here. Bring your map.
2: I just got chills. That's that's actually probably pretty realistic. We're gonna hear that. Online.
0: We'll we'll draw an X on the map and send it to your next O'Keen. Let's all right. Well, anything you guys want to plug? Why, why we got you here? Or, I mean, besides Nothing's your company. <laughs> yeah, besides that, Justin's we, uh, all male calendar review coming out 2012. That's right. Yeah. Well, just Justin 2013.
3: All... I got to work out a little more. <laughs> well, we would like to let people just. To know to stay tuned, sign up for our newsletter or join our Facebook page. We really want to get fans on Facebook because we have a fun time on there. And uh, it's fun to post pictures and hear from people, their stories on the road. So like us on Facebook and keep an eye out for our uh, our mobile applications and our desktop planners and all that stuff coming coming Ooh. real soon we're about to open the door to some really cool stuff
0: software i like software neat i can nerd out yeah, on that
3: yeah there's gonna be a lot of cool features with it and stuff that you can't get anywhere else including our routes so i can feel my productivity
0: that. dropping at work
2: you sure you guys don't need hire a couple more guys to ride these roads far we want to do <laughs> and that's ironically the stuff that we don't really get to do very much anymore yeah see there you go see we could do this you guys could do it for us why didn't we Think of that. We need to hire people to do the funnest part.
0: Yes. <laughs> I see nothing wrong with that. Well, it sounds like a solid plan. I'm on board. All right, guys. Well, Court Justin, thanks for being on the show. Chuck uh, Paul, thank absolutely.
2: you so much for having us.
0: Hey, he remembered our names. <laughs> Neat. I feel special. <laughs> 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 Maybe he'll sign the map.
3: Yeah, Court will sign an autograph copy for you. Only well, if you probably put this on it and then light it on fire. <laughs>
0: Oh, the stipulations begin. Deal. So check out their stuff at butlermaps.com. Yep, we'll have a link on the website uh, again. Thanks for being on, guys. Thank
2: you, guys. Have a great night. Okay. Yeah. We appreciate it.
0: I've got, it, Todd. I know what test we need to do with this Butler map. Oh God, I shudder to think we do a uh, we we open up the Ural fuel system while you're smoking a cigarette, mm-hmm. and then we see if the Butler map can put out the resulting fire. <laughs> I will be standing by. Thanks. You're welcome. You're a big help. It would be great.
1: I'm actually thinking of all the things I could seal with this by heating it up so the plastic melts a little bit. <laughs> Other maps. Number 108, useful for sealing tires. I wonder if
0: it shrinks in an oven like a shrinky dink. God, I don't know. That would be awesome. That would be so cool. <laughs> tink, tink, tink. <laughs> we'll be calling them up every week. <laughs> I mean... Guys, guys, you know what we did? Oh, God, it's them again. I need a new map. <laughs> <laughs> it's time for another! i got a couple ideas. Send about 12. <laughs> I'm making a hang glider. I'm excited for the adventure map, though, because
1: the, I mean, the Ural is, you know, there's basically nothing I can explore until it gets narrow that the Ural won't cheerfully roll right over.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, I'd be willing to give it a shot on the Buell.
1: Or we just throw you in the chair. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Something tells me the wife's not going to be super psyched about, it. hey, honey, you want to go down this really bumpy road in the desert? <laughs> Have fun.
0: Why not? She can do her knitting yeah most likely yeah, it might look a little weird when she's you know done <laughs> <Throw the laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> you look over there's a knitting needle sticking out of the front of her helmet, her head's just bobbing along. <laughs> I, one is stuck in my uh, my uh, knee <laughs> <laughs> like four or five are stuck in your knee before you feel it. <laughs> What's that itch? oh dear, <laughs> man, this knee armor is really <laughs> All right, uh, listener mail. Oh boy, we've got one to you this week. To me, to okay, you. okay. Dan writes in and asks um, about the uh, the euro being too slow. <laughs> Can't yeah. you just adjust the gearing to allow for a higher top speed? Ah,
1: yeah, this one comes up a lot. This one happens a lot online when people are talking about euros like, well, I want a euro, but
0: I'm not sure if I want something that goes that slow. You don't want a euro, then. I want a euro, but I saw that picture of Todd crying on his at the end of that one trip, and now I'm really not sure. Yeah, roughly. (laughs) I didn't spread that picture everywhere. No, no, certainly not on Facebook and every site you could find. I didn't make a meme out of it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you could. I mean, it would be roughly equivalent to, like, putting your bike on the biggest ring, your bicycle on the biggest ring all the time. Or, like, starting your bike in third gear every time and never going below third gear. So, y- yeah, you could theoretically get a little tire top speed out of it, but what you lose is you lose the acceleration. And i got to be honest,
0: like I don't have is- a lot to spare.
1: <laughs> I'm <laughs> not really... <laughs> Yeah, the the whole changing speed thing. You're also got okay torque down below for what it is. Yeah, But for what it is. I don't want to give any of that (laughs) up. I mean, what I've got down there is what makes it pretty fun to drive below 50. If you got rid of that torque and you were doing the, uh, away from every stoplight, that get old fast. That get old real fast. Everybody's honking at you.
0: (laughs) Put your shirt on.
1: (laughs) Oh, wait, no. No, no, they throw ones for that. Yeah, you could do a higher theoretical top end, but if you wanted to keep your gear ratios close enough that they'd actually be together, you know, overlap a little bit. Because when you make gear ratios in a in a vehicle, you want them to overlap. Because mm-hmm. you don't want to, like, shift gear and be in the toad <laughs> gear, and it just stalls. <laughs> <laughs> that would be bad. <laughs> 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 Unde- <laughs> undesirable. So... <laughs> If you are still have you them sure? overlapping, you've got to move the whole system up or down. So, really, realistically, what I'm telling you, Mario Kart physics are somewhat accurate. <laughs> if you're in the big, high-speed car, your acceleration is probably not going to be as good. Now, they get around that with bigger, wider gear ratios and big, powerful engines in real cars, but... You have a Euro. Remember that powerful engine part? Yeah, that's not really applicable here. <laughs> So basically what it comes down to is we're talking about pushing 1,000 pounds with the aerodynamic characteristics of a sideways sheet of plywood with a 30-horsepower engine. You know what? No. Fast ain't in the offing.
0: Mm. It just ain't there. There you go, Dan. Dan's, like, canceling order to Ural Northwest yes. right
1: now. <laughs> i got to say Ural Northwest was uh, awesome. I've got a couple of new tires coming from them, a couple of knobby tires to ride in the snow with. Mm-hmm. They, uh, they had to work for it to get them, but... Uh, they got them for me. Those guys are those guys are good. One other thing we should talk about this week. This wasn't set in by any listeners, but I found it online. Those of you who have been listening to us for a while will remember Claude Stanley talking about some of the special builds they've done with builds for people in wheelchairs and he stuff. He built the boat. Tell me he
0: built the boat. Tell me he got the no, boat ready. No, no boat yet.
1: Oh, come on! No, no boat. You, uh. You'd giggle at the boat. This one, this video that we'll post up of... Uh, His build for the Make-A-Wish Foundation might make you cry just a little bit.
0: Make-A-Wish? Oh.
1: Yeah. So this is a chair he built for a family, mom, dad, and the kiddo. And the kiddo's got muscular dystrophy and is in a wheelchair. Mm. So the kid's wish was he wanted some sort of motorcycle everybody could ride around together. Mm -hmm. So a sidecar they could put a power wheelchair into. So Claude built this... Big, awesome-looking sidecar with kind of like a roll cage type of thing around it. The wheelchair rolls up into. Mom and Dad hop on the bike and off they go.
0: Oh my god, it's cool! It's really cool. Oh, it, it's cool it's as pretty all.
1: neat. It's a good wish from the kid because you know we think it's fun and uh, it's just really cool that people are doing this. Claude, Claude is good people. Nice one, Claude. That's that's nicely done. That is really cool. The look on the still build the boat. (laughs) The look
0: on the kid's face is pretty awesome. What have you learned this week, Chuck? I've learned that I've got a long, bright future testing Butler maps. (laughs) (laughs) I've learned that there are better jobs than the one I
1: have. (laughs) All right. Well, that's all we got time for this week. Until next time, I'm Todd and I'm Chuck. Ride safe, everyone. We'll see you next week.